Okay, can anyone hear me now? Official official test, jumping in. Not sure what's going on. Official test, can anyone hear me? Lily is joining. I'm hoping someone can hear me now. Yes, you can hear me now. Wow, that was so weird. Did anyone not? Did everyone not hear my last story? I suppose. <laughs> uh, I am back. I wonder if my audio is not working right now. I'm not sure what happened there. That was so weird. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm not sure. So I guess uh, I guess you could hear me now, which is great. So so I could get into the next article. Um, I'm I'm throwing off my flow now at this point. Um, okay. So just to confirm, you can hear me, right? Before I read my next article, I just want to make sure. Can anyone, can everyone hear me? Or can anyone hear me? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Okay, great. Uh, sorry about that. I'm not really sure. I seriously have no idea what happened. But yeah, we're just, um, for those that are just joining, we're just picking up from, um, I mean, we already had a 45-minute show so far. So these are the last 15 minutes. And I'm not sure what happened to the audio over the last few minutes. It kind of it kind of cut out. It kind of flickered out, which is really weird. Um but uh, yeah, let me jump into the next article. Um, I'm sorry about that. Uh, so uh, the next article is uh, California. Uh, uh, so so uh, California dispatches goat to eat brush to prevent wildfires. Um, this is in California. So. California firefighters are enlisting help from an unusual ally to prevent more deadly wildfires from ripping across the states. Goats. We never thought of this. The Ventura County and Fire Department is releasing hundreds of goats next week in north of Los Angeles to eat dead brush that could become fuel for fires. Uh, they'll eat until we like the way the landscape looks and then move on to another area. Uh, Captain Ken Van Wang who oversees the department's vegetation management program, said they are very effective. The concept is not unique uh, to Ventura County, which has been using goats to trim vegetation for about five years now. Departments across the state are doing the same as firefighters work to prevent deadly fires, like the one that destroyed the town of Paradise in Northern California last November, killing 85 people, said Scott McQueen, a spokesman for California Department of Forestry and fire protection. It's another tool in the box, he said. So that was a, a short one, but I just had to read that one because it was sort of the, the headlines kind of caught me. I thought that was like super surprising. It's really weird. Um, okay, so uh, let's get into the next article. Let's see. China, um, let's give me a second here while I pull up the next article. Kind of threw me off off guard with uh, how we lost connection there. I was like, kind of kind of frantic about what was going on there. Um, let's see. UK goes more than 100 hours without using coal power for the first time in a century. Okay, could be one. Uh, morning after pill can now be sold without a prescription in Costa Rica. New campaign calls Japan to end ivory trade. All right, let's get into that one. That one sounds cool. There's a photo of elephants on the front. I like the wildlife nature uh, articles, so I'm definitely going to read this one. So, new campaign calls on Japan to end ivory trade. Uh, Wild Day Japan and Tears of the African Elephant are calling Japan to end its ivory trade, beginning with abandon abandoning ivory honko stamps. Uh, thanks for the love. I appreciate that. 
uh, Hanko stamps accounts for 80% of Japan's ivory consumption. Ivory Hankos are used to sign official documents such as marriage licenses and businesses contractors or to open up bank accounts. However, banks are being uh, beginning to move away from the Hanko and offer more services online to appeal to younger customers. Last month, some of Japan's largest banks announced that they would no longer require Hankos to open new accounts or withdraw money. Mitsubishi's UFJ Financial Group and Risona Holding Inc. Uh, have started to allow customers to open an account with the stamp, without the stamp, rather. Hankos are not traditionally made from ivory, but the economic boom in the 1970s used and 1980s used prominent carvers to switch materials. Additionally, many people bought whole tusks, believing it would be an investment. Uh, created by great to uh, Tokyo and Academy Award-winning nominated artist Koji, the campaign video tells a story. Um, I don't know if we're going to actually watch that video, actually, so we're going to skip that. Uh, since most of the ivory in Japan is used for hankos, using materials would uh, would be a big step forward to reduce uh, the demand. So um, every 15 minutes, African elements, elephants are killed for their ivory. Wow. Poachers' rates exceed natural elephant population growth rates, which means elephants' numbers overall will continue to decline. In the 1980s, an estimated of 100,000 elephants were being slaughtered annually. In response, cities introduced a ban on international trade in 1989, and since 1970, Japan has imported ivory from more than 250,000 African elephants, including a significant portion from poached wild elephants. African elephants' populations continue to face an immediate threat to their survival from high levels of poaching for their ivory, especially in Central and West Africa, where the situation appears have been deteriorated. Uh, we are, however, also seeing some encouraging signals in part of East Africa, where the overall poaching tends to have declined which shows us that what is possible throughout the sustained and collective effort. This is what, you know, John E. Scallon, who is the former city secretary general said, uh, uh, wild aid launches a successful campaign in China in 2012 aimed at reducing ivory demand. Public awareness of poaching increased by 50% with the last two years in a poll conducted in 2014, 95% supported the banning of ivory trade actually, which is quite impressive. So, uh, since then, wholesale ivory prices in Hong Kong and China have dropped 78%, and ivory seized in China fell uh, by 80%. So, yeah, I think that's that's all. This is all good stuff to hear. So, um, uh, so in closing, all all major legal markets uh, would be historic and help to bolster Japan's environmental image in the 20. Okay, so uh, as the last major legal market, we hope that Japan can join the global community and ending legal sales of ivory as soon as possible. It would be a historic moment for elephant conservation, winning Japan a great acclaim globally. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah, last time, yesterday I read an article about uh, a few men who were, who were poaching rhinos, uh, rhinoceroses were like convicted to like 25 plus years. Um, so I think it's, it's kind of cool that a lot of people are on the same page with this. So yeah, let's get into the next article here. Okay, so um, the next article is entitled West Point is about to graduate its largest class of black women. And there's a photo of uh, all these women on the front and they look like some sort of like, I don't even know what kind of, let's see, some sort of like US military, old school military outfits with like these large swords. It's pretty cool actually. Uh, so 34 black women are expected to graduate from West Point next week. 
Uh, that will be the largest class of African-American women to graduate together in a military academy's uh, lengthy history, West Point spokesman Frank DeMauro said. Last year's graduating class had 27, and the expectation is next year we will have an even larger uh, outcome. Last year, the schools appointed uh, Lieutenant General Darrell A. Williams as its first black superintendent. In 2017, the academy for the first time selected an African-American woman, Simone, to serve at the top of the chain of the command for cadets. It makes me feel prideful that the academy has acknowledged diversity. 2012 West Point alumni uh, Shalala said, uh, Dowdy, who said she makes an effort to stay in touch with female African-American cadets to support uh, believes that the outreach the Minority Admissions Office at West Point is doing is the reason why more minorities are coming to the school. Uh, there are only 13 in my class. Uh, I just counted, but the numbers keep growing up and up. And it's encouraging and inspiring to see the leaders graduating from the school that are all different kinds of backgrounds and represent the diversity of the Army itself, said Dowdy. Uh, West Point's graduating class is seeing diversity in other minority groups. Also, this year's class will have the highest number of female Hispanic graduates, along with the graduating of our 5,000 uh, 5, female cadets since the first class of women to graduate in 1980. Uh, Cadet Tiffany uh, spoke with the website because of them, we can, about our feelings about being a part of the historic graduating class. And I quote, my hope when young black girls see these photos is that they understand that regardless of what life presents you, you have the ability and fortitude to be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, West Point created its Office of Diversity in 2014 to try to attract and retain and promote a more diverse workforce. About 10% of the undergrad students are black women uh, and make up about 20% of the cadets according to the school's statistics. Uh, Vice President Mike Pence will speak at the graduation ceremony uh, on May 25th according to the new news release from the Academy. More than 950 cadets are expected to graduate from the U.S. Military Academy and to be commissioned as second lieutenants in the U.S. Army. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Good, powerful story. Um, actually, I think we definitely have time for one more, depending on how fast I can find. Um, uh, the next article, let's see. Oh, this is great. Let's go to this one. Another good pet article about a little puppy. I don't know if it's a puppy, but it's an article. Uh, D Trent, thanks for joining in. As this article loads up, we're wrapping up the show. Um, and uh, I think we have time for about one more article. Yeah, I love puppies. So, well, I don't think it's a puppy, but uh, it's a, like a grown puppy. <laughs> so Sanctuary, yeah, I guess. Hey, what's up? Um, I don't know if you're just joining me, but I'm wrapping up the show, Hakeem. Uh, so Sanctuary for Elderly Dogs opens and inspires by rescued senior beagle mix. And there's a photo of the dog. There's a cover. Oh my gosh, he, has, he just has one eye, which is kind of sad. But all right, let's keep reading here. Uh, a Missouri shelter opened earlier this month as a sanctuary specifically for elderly dogs. Uh, Russell, president of the Sheep's Place Senior Dog Sanctuary, Independence, sold his own house to buy another home dedicated to senior dogs. Uh, the rescue home is about 10 miles east of Kansas City, and they opened in uh, April 6th, so just last month. So Clothers Rescue Dog Shep, who's about 10 years old, inspired the idea. The senior beagle mix represents the model of the type of dogs that they want to help. Uh, Clothier was a volunteer at the local shelter and observed that the puppies would be snatched up while the elder dogs would remain. The puppies you see 
uh, one time they would be gone because everyone would come in and snatch the puppies. But every time I'd come back and the old dogs would just be there. And I just, I just love old dogs. Yeah, Hakeem, I'm, I'm wrapping up. Uh, this is probably the last article. Uh, he said it hurts him to see that the dogs have grown up in a home now stuck in their own kennels. Uh, there's no way for them to spend their golden years, Clothier said. So my wife and I, we need to do something to get them out of here and into a home so they can live like a normal dog. The sanctuary is completely volunteer-based and is always looking for new volunteers. So Clothier also said that she is he is thankful uh, for the gratifying responses that she received. So there's even a, so they have a GoFundMe to raise money for renovations. That's crazy that they sold their home to get this home for rescue dogs, uh, for old dogs. So they have a GoFundMe account, uh, GoFundMe slash old hyphen dogs, hyphen new hyphen digs. Uh, and there's just, you know, with that article and there's a story and actually they have a goal of 130,000. They raised $27,500 already. Wow. That's pretty incredible. That is a lot of money for, for dogs and for a town like this to just kind of, wow, I'm sort of blown away actually by the, the amount of money they raised. So yeah, so I think uh, I think that's about it. That pretty much wraps up the show. For those of you who are, who are just joining, um, it says 15 minutes, but we actually had 45 minutes already uh, that the audio kind of got cut off somehow, and I was not able to save. Um, yeah, I wasn't able to save what was actually recorded already. So uh, sorry about that. But um, yeah, the, the cool thing, the lucky thing is that I go live every weekday uh, from 7.30 a.m., Eastern Standard Time to uh, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard uh, Time. So it's one hour, Monday through Friday. And I'm just going to keep bringing you uplifting, positive news stories from around the world. We're talking about people saving people, dogs being saved, pets being saved, um, inspiring stories, people finding money. I mean, we've, we always talk about you know, uh, you know, environmental strategies to help with the uh, global warming and you know, all these like you know, innovation, innovational plastic uh, creative ideas to help with all this. And, and hopefully all these things are, you know, realistically, they're just supposed to help uplift you, you know, bring some more positivity into your life and your morning and hopefully inspire you to, you know, just be happier person to take action, maybe to do something better for yourself or someone like it does for me. And, uh, if you want to suggest any articles as we go, you want to follow me, follow the host, you could do that and you'll be notified when we go live again. And, um, yeah, I would like to see even more participation next time. I know a bunch of you participate, but I love it when, uh, you guys and girls participate even, you know, as I'm reading, it kind of inspires me even more. Like I, I really do feed off of the comments. So, uh, Gara get inspired. I love that. Seriously. Like even just that one comment, thank you for the applause that like inspires me where I'm like, wow, cool. Someone's listening. I'm going to keep doing these stories. And, uh, it feels good to kind of, kind of read some of these and, uh, they give some positive news to the world. So, um, yeah, thank you again for everyone for listening. And uh, yeah, I'll be here tomorrow, 7.30 a.m. EST. And if you want to listen to the last 15 minutes of the pre-recorded, um, you can. So with that being said, I'll talk to you all tomorrow. See you tomorrow, Gar.